0: Welcome to the State Insurance Cares Podcast with your host, Blake Chapman of State Insurance USA.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to the State Insurance Cares Podcast. Today, I'm Gail Langner. I am the agency manager at State Insurance USA here in Southwest Florida. We started the State Insurance Cares um, Fund a number of years ago with the purpose of donating to a different local nonprofit every month. And today we have Louise Cowich. She is the program's chair at the Friends of Lovers Key. And that is actually one of the nonprofits that we gave to uh, a few months back. Um, we were able to see the beautiful Welcome and Discovery Center there at Lovers Key. And so Louise, thank you so much for joining us today. And we are so excited to hear about the Friends of Lover's Key and exactly what you do there.
0: Well, thank you so much for having us. It's a real privilege and honor that you would feature Friends of Lover's Key. Uh, Friends of Lover's Key, or FOLKS, that's our acronym, is what's called a community support organization. And a lot of parks have these CSOs. We are a nonprofit And what we do is we support the park. Uh, Often people think, oh, well, the park is a state agency and therefore gets all the funding it needs from Tallahassee. But the fact is, uh, I'll give you an example. There are 10 volunteers per one paid staff member on average in the parks, in the Florida park system. So... Volunteers and donations, etc. those are essential to the functioning of our state's gorgeous state parks. And Friends of Lover's Key supports Lover's Key State Park, which is just a gem of a park, as you may know. We straddle Estero Bay Aquatic Preserve and the Gulf of Mexico. We consist of four barrier islands. And the park is both a recreational facility and a wildlife preserve. So you see gorgeous stuff, both wildlife and all sorts of vegetation that really has kind of disappeared from the coast where we've had just bursting urbanization in in Lee and Collier counties, two of the fastest-growing counties uh, in the country. So the park needs organizations like Friends of Lovers Key to do outreach with organizations like yours, Um, and we do fundraising, I write grants, we meet with groups, Uh, we have events that are used to raise money to support everything from lawnmowers and photocopy machines, which the state doesn't pay for for parks, uh, as well as providing volunteers. And now that we have the new Welcome and Discovery Center, we are expanding our suite of educational programming and so that also needs support. So in a nutshell, we try to promote and support Lovers Key State Park.
1: Well, the volunteers certainly you would you would never dream that you would need that many volunteers yeah. per per paid staff. But you know, you certainly do, and and thank goodness there are people out there like you that are willing to jump in and help. And likewise,
0: sure. or uh, this podcast is so important to getting word out that we need the public to help us as partners in keeping and protecting and maintaining our beautiful state
1: parks. Mm-hmm. Louise, if if someone that's listening right now would want to either donate or or volunteer what would they do how would they go about doing that
0: well i'd say the first step would be to call the park Uh, we uh, have a website friends of lovers key has a website the park has a website they can contact me directly uh, or indirectly and just contact the website, since it's sometimes hard to say a, a name on a, on a podcast like that and for people who remember course. it. Right. Um, but th- the things that can be done are not just things that involve the outdoors. It can involve the outdoors, but we are expanding, as I said, our educational programs because with this new center, We now have indoor facilities that we never had before. The park is really quite natural, and the only thing we had out there before the building, the Welcome and Discovery Center opened, uh, was a gazebo. So you can imagine during the summer months when the weather gets quite inclement, too hot or too stormy, we can now go inside for all sorts of things, including we have an exhibit hall and we need what are called docents. Docents are people who welcome and greet the public and explain a little bit about what activities they can do in the park, whether it's hiking or biking or kayaking, or learn a little bit about the the history of the park and the natural history of the park. So docents are really a number one need right now. The exhibits, the exhibit hall of the center is only open five days a week because we don't have enough docents. So oh. if there are folks out there who would uh, like to help out and just be present for a couple hours each day, uh, they can do one day a week. They can do four hours. They can do all sorts of configurations. We need docents to help uh, keep the center open seven
1: days a week. And I'm there sure you'll we'll be willing centers. to train them, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, it's uh, absolutely. You get training. It's a great group of people, people who really care about Southwest Florida and the public.
1: That's wonderful. Well, I know when we were in the exhibit hall, there were new exhibits that you were hoping that would be coming soon. I know that that's a a growing, you're constantly adding and so on to that. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about some of the exhibits that are in there now? Sure. Um, First of all, the building was
0: paid for by the state, but all the exhibits that you see and all the programs, that is done through Friends of Lovers' Key. So anything that's in there that's looking gorgeous and I have to say it is a pretty beautiful exhibit it uh, is. That was all the, uh, from donations and grants. In fact, we finished. We're done. Yay! We just finished a few weeks ago, so now that's what we great. Have. Thank you. It was truly a labor of love by a whole lot of collaboration. Uh, we have, as you enter, an overview of the park, which explains what a barrier island is. And barrier islands are the necklace of little islands that curve around the entire Gulf of Mexico. And they're basically spits of sand where eventually life grew from mangroves to now hardwood uh, vegetation. And so Lover's Key is a barrier island. Sometimes its lands are submerged, some emerged. And uh, today you can see how these barrier islands are true shape shifters. The other exhibit. Um, explains the human history of the park. And it's a a little microcosm of how parks come to be, how the public gets engaged in preserving land from development and and keeping a little slice of natural Florida in place for all to enjoy. And then finally, we have five exhibits of the five different habitats that the park protects. Some say Florida is a land of inches, so you walk a couple inches, you're in a whole different ecosystem. You walk (laughs) another few inches, and you're in another ecosystem. So we uh, are fortunate to protect five coastal ecosystems. Uh, There's, of course, the, the swash area where the water meets the land. There's dune. That's where the sea turtles nest so it's a very important habitat for a threatened species there's also uh strand which is one of the rarest habitats in florida because that's where people like to build condos and homes and that's where uh for example gopher tortoise tortoises make their homes there's hammock where you have the nice canopy of trees to walk under And then last but not least, as I mentioned, we're four islands, so we protect mangroves. Scientists have learned that in recent years how important mangroves are. There are a lot lot of discussion about carbon capture. Mangroves capture almost twice as much carbon as rainforests. They are absolutely essential to the health of our coastal ecosystems. They prevent erosion. Uh, There's an old saying in the Keys that if you see a hurricane coming, run to the mangroves because mangroves survive hurricanes. And best of all, that's where uh, the nursery of the seas is located. Mangroves touch into what's called an estuary. It's the water from the sea meeting the fresh water from the land. And so everything from shrimp to oysters all the way to the bigger species like um, manatees and dolphins, they nurse their young there or they hatch their young there. So it's absolutely essential to the health of the Gulf to protect mangroves. And so our exhibits explain not only what these plants are, but what they do uh, for both uh, flora, fauna, and for
1: homo sapiens, human beings. right. I had no idea, Louise, about the mangroves. <laughs> I really, I really didn't. I'm so, I'm, I'm so happy that you that you explained that not just to our listeners, but to myself. I mean, I'm, I'm really grateful. I'm, I am. So, and we, and we are certainly grateful to have you, a gem group of gems, um, that are helping this Lovers Key um, State Park. So, before we go, could you just tell us the hours of the park itself? When, when are what are the hours?
0: Park is open from 8 until dusk, so the public can go and see sunsets. They can get there early and fish. Um, We are running a summer camp, this program, uh, that is going to go from 8 to 4. I hope some of your listeners have children or grandchildren who will participate. It's called Lover's Key Eco Arts Summer Camp. And there the the kids learn things just like what you learned about the mangroves now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, on the coast, uh, I tend to believe that what you see on the land lands in the sea. How we treat our land directly Mm -hmm. impacts our water quality. And so we're hoping that this center will help educate the public about how we can improve our water quality which is absolutely essential to the quality of our life here in florida Mm -hmm. so whether it's red tide or blue green algae some of the scourges of our region uh we're offering ways for people not only, only to understand those things um but to become part of the solution and so we have programs that take place all day long uh and the best way to find out about when these programs take place is to go to the Friends of Lovers Key Eventbrite page where all the activities are listed. But going back to your question about when we're open, one of the fun things to do... In the morning is yoga on the beach. Start your day at Lovers Key with seeing the beautiful sunrise uh, over the estuary and you can end it with the sunset in the evening with the western sunset.
1: It sounds lovely. Aren't we blessed to live in this area? Oh, God, oh my we gracious. <gasps> What a um, privilege it is for sure. My daughter just called me just a little bit ago, and and she's in Minnesota, and she was saying it's raining, and mm-hmm. but the only good part about that is is it's washing the snow away, and so <laughs> we just forget really how blessed we are. You we know, really sure. are, mm-hmm. and
0: I I couldn't agree with you more, Gail. I tell people when I'm doing my interpretive work uh, on the beach and some of the classes. It's a privilege to live in Florida, and it with is. that privilege comes the responsibility, responsibility. of uh, mm-hmm. effective environmental stewardship. Mm-hmm. Right,
1: That's so know, true. knowing
0: mm-hmm. our uh, natural world and how to how to give it some TLC.
1: That's right. That's right. Well, Louise, thank you so much for joining us today. Really, thank um, you, Gail. you not only, like I said, I'm sure our listeners learned a lot, but I did as well. So, thank you. We appreciate it. And for those of you that you that are out there, if you'd like to know um, about some of the other nonprofits that we've donated to here in Southwest Florida um, with State Insurance Cares, you can go to our website, um, www.stateinsuranceusa.com. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks for listening to the State Insurance Cares podcast. To learn more about State Insurance USA, go to www.stateinsuranceusa.com insuranceusa.com or call 239-567-9992.